Hello, guys. Welcome to Monday's Musings. I'm the host, Isaac D2, and today I'm joined by my friend, Seth Herring. Hi, guys. Yes. Seth's awesome. Been a good friend of mine. And so, yeah, today's episode, we will be talking about friendships. Um, lots of different things that we've learned about it mm-hmm. in uh, our time in college. So, without further ado, let's hop right in. College is a little bit different than high school. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Uh, high school, you have like friends and you see them and sometimes you hang out and stuff. But in college, you're just sort of like doing life together. Uh, you're living together, taking classes together, eating together. Like everything that you do is surrounded by the people in your college. Um, so this means that you're going to live with the people and you're going to see them at their best times and at their worst times. Um, so it really just, you have to live with like a heart of grace. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that um, not everyone's perfect, not even you, and people are going to see that in you and you're going to see that in other people. And so you just have to like be willing to move past that in into friendships. So that's sort of like transitioning out of high school and into college. Um, so the first question that you may ask is like, where do I even find friends? Like you're surrounded by people at college, but that doesn't mean that you're friends with them. Um, so I think the first thing that we should think about is just like introducing yourself to as many different people as you can, especially early on, because there's a lot of people who are also looking for friends to have. And so just like expanding your circle as quickly as possible to at least get a range of what kind of people are in college is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. I think it's actually kind of funny because like that's exactly how we met. Uh, I remember I was just introducing myself to a lot of people because I didn't have a lot of friends and I was standing in line at the dining hall and you were behind me. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, my name's Seth. What's your name? And you're like, hey, I'm Isaac. I'm like, cool. What's your major? You're like, IT management. I'm like, oh my gosh, no way. No. I'm IT management. And you're the first like other person in my major that I met. I was like, wow, I just made a friend because I randomly talk to this dude standing in line in the dining hall. So it definitely does work. Uh, I've done it a lot, and that's how I definitely made a lot more friends and you get your circle bigger like that. Yeah. When you uh, introduce yourself to people like that, the quicker you can, like, go through, like, as many different topics as you can to find, like, common interests. Mm -hmm. As soon as you find a common interest, it's, like, so much faster and easier to build a relationship with that person. Um, And so, yeah, just, like, saying, like, what's your major? Mm -hmm. Because... That was something that we had in common, and we both like computers, and we're both IT management majors. So we kind of were able to hit it off from there. And so that's something, like I said, is very important to start doing early on. But also, like, don't stop doing that. There are so many people that I've met even recently where I'm just, like, awkwardly standing in line, and then, oh, hi, what's your name? Cool. Or, like, just in class, like, somebody new sits next to you, you're like, oh, hi, what's your name? And then you try to find out information about them to see if you have any common interests. I... I really agree with uh, talking people to next to you in class because not only are you making friends, you're also like finding people that are going through the class with you together. So like one of my first classes, my first semester, I was sitting next to this one girl and I just started talking to her the, like before class started, got to know her more. And it actually helped a lot because like when I missed class one day, uh, she was like, hey, here are the notes I took and then like sent them to me. So like it's beneficial as well because you're getting to know people, you're making friends, but also you can both like help each other out because like I sent her notes when she was gone. Uh, another thing is, uh, in one of my other classes, I was taking accounting. There's okay. this girl uh, that I sat next to, 
and her and I just uh, like found common interests and we started becoming more and more friends. And then we actually like took another class together and sat next to each other again. So like oh, yeah. it was easy because going into that second class, I already knew the person I was sitting next to, how she studies and like we studied together and everything. So you get to know a lot of people. You already have a common interest because you're taking a class together. Mm -hmm. So you get to meet a lot more people like that. And it's really good to be able to um, find the coolest people that are actually in your classes with you. Yeah. And another thing to keep in mind with that is like um, that's especially good like in major specific classes because those are the people who you're going to be taking lots of classes with. Uh, gen eds are good too. I've met lots of good friends through my gen eds. But also like remember with these people that you're introducing yourself to randomly, like don't get discouraged if you never talk again. Like mm -hmm. just because you introduce yourself doesn't mean you have to be like best friends. Um, and so there's lots of people I met and sat next to in like uh, earth science specifically. There's like two people that I knew pretty well who sat on either side of me, but it was our only relationship was through earth science mm -hmm. class. And so after that class ended, we never talked to each other again. And that's okay because like, other than that one class, there wasn't that much an interest between us, mm -hmm. common interest. But it was good to have those people in us, with us next to class who we could study with and do things with. And the other thing is, um, I was in a specific class, uh, the business profession, I think. Mm, what a fun um, one. It was a fun one. Um, and so there's this one person I knew in there. And so once you start to grow like your friendship circle, it's good to ask those people, or like when you're hanging out with those people, introduce them have them introduce you to their friends. Um, because one, you already have a built-in common interest of that mutual friend. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of cool people that other people know that want, if you just ask to meet people that they know that they think are cool, th there's already like that filter of like, hey, this person's cool, can I meet them? Sure, why not? Um, and so you already know going into it that they're gonna be a good friend, as long as the first friend you're asking is a good friend, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's definitely good to like, begin to grow your friendship circle and in that you can kind of find other friend circles. So like I had a friend group that I was really close friends with uh, my second semester and then I had my friend group from like the guys in my hall like that we all lived together. And like so I slowly started like introducing them to each other because I'm like man I really like these people and these people I want to do things together. So like I benefited because like we all got to do things together the two groups and then they began to be friends with each other too. Um, which is really good. That got included. You're actually a part of one of those people. I am. Yeah you were joined with the group of uh, the Florida gang, as we call it. But uh, it was really good to be able to grow um, and join those circles and get to know more and more people. And then you get to expand more and more and more and just get to grow those relationships, which is great. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends, actually, was someone who I in got introduced to through a friend. Um, and so a friend of mine, he and I were studying, and then he was like, oh, can my roommate come and join? And I was like, sure. Um, and then we realized that we had, like, three classes together. And so... This other guy who I'm now really good friends with, um, I only met because of a friend of a friend. And so that's super cool, just like having friends introduce you to friends. And the other thing is you don't have to find all your friends in classes necessarily mm -hmm. either. That's not the best way necessarily to grow friendships because that's only one facet of their lives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a good way to actually um, find friends, and once you have those friends, is you know in order to go outside of classes you can do other things like off campus uh there's a couple really cool stories and opportunities to go out there i think one of my favorite things is when we went to the park so, that was so there's much fun. the local park we went to is just like four of us it was free we swung on the swings went down slides hid in the little like 
I don't know. I don't know playground what areas. Yeah. We threw a tennis ball uh, in the baseball field. Like we just ran around, did a bunch of fun stuff, and it was completely free. We were able to walk down there. Uh, there's a preschool near here, and uh, my first semester here, my friends went there once the school was closed, and we were able to like play on this playground as well. It's uh, there's a lot of fun stuff you could do. <coughs> Uh, my unit this year, we're gonna go to a local city and do like this like scavenger hunt. So like we're n the only money we're really spending is like gas money. But like we're gonna right. go find this item at this thing. So there's a lot of fun stuff you can do that doesn't cost a lot of money because there's a common uh, common theme on college students and not having a lot of money. <laughs> so you want to find good bonding opportunities that you know off campus you can go and do those things without really spending a lot of money because then more people are willing to go. Mm -hmm. So there's a really there's really a lot of opportunities out there. Yeah, there was one class humanities. Everybody mm. here at Cedarville loves humanities, but uh, for for it we have to go to like a museum or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so I ended up taking there's a group of five of us I think that went to it's called Otherworld Museum. It's oh, in yeah. Columbus. Super cool, not free, but uh, not too much money. Um, but that was a super cool experience. It was kind of like my first time like going off campus, away from campus, away from like the local things. Um, and so that was just a really great uh, bonding experience because after that we were pretty good friends. I went down to when we all went to somebody's house for New Year's over winter break, and it was a lot of fun to hang out with those people. And all of that kind of started because of that one trip that we took down to or up to Otherworld. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, it's just super good to do activities off of campus that are um, available and can grow relationships. And it doesn't necessarily have to be off campus either. Like on campus, we here have disc golf, um, which I like to do a lot with people, mm -hmm. and um, like rock climbing. My first semester here, I didn't know that many people. I would go to the rock wall like literally every day, except for Fridays when it was closed. And I think there were seven days that semester that I did not go when it was open. Um, I was there like every single night climbing and I became a really good climber, but I also really enjoyed it because every time I showed up, they were like, oh, Isaac, you're here. And it was just like super, it felt really good to know those people all because I had spent so much time climbing with them. Um, so that way, when I did show up, they were very excited to see me. And so that was just a super great way to um, just be a part of something on campus. And there's like orgs and stuff too that you can join that are similar where you're all doing a similar event. Um, but you can do something outside of just like classes, eating yeah. and sleeping. I know I've got a couple bonding experiences like that. I have a, a job on campus and it is something like on campus, but I definitely like got to know the people that I was working with a lot more and they helped like work become more enjoyable. So it's still like an activity. I'm getting paid, which is awesome. But it's like an activity on campus where I'm mm -hmm. getting to know people and uh, it's a good way to you know, meet new people and make friends with that too. Yeah, and when you are meeting so many people, you can only really keep up with so many. Mm -hmm. And so a good thing to do is to like cull those relationships and like you can still spend time with a lot of people, but just make sure that the people you're spending the most amount of time and like having good conversations with are people who are going to be building you up and not uh, people who will be tearing you down. Um, and so that's just sort of a good thing to keep in mind. So we have a few things here referring to how to kind of like figure out who to keep as friends. Yeah, definitely. This was a huge lesson I learned between first and second semester. So first semester, like we went out, I met new people, I had this group of friends, and I kind of just attached to the first group of friends that I found, and the first group of friends that were just willing to do things with me. So like we did everything together, studied together, went off campus, did this and that. 
Uh, and it was a really good time, and it was fun, and it was enjoyable, but at the same time, they weren't uh, like necessarily helping me grow. Mm -hmm. It was just more like we were there together. So it's really important to find people that are going to make you grow, and you got to be intentional in like what that looks like. So find people when you're having a bad day that reach out to you. Find people that when you don't even tell someone that you're having a bad day, they can tell you're having a bad day, and they force you to, like, not force, but you know what I mean. Uh, kind of go at it, and don't let you just, like, hide in your sorrow. Mm -hmm. um, so it is really easy to just hang out with people that don't do that because, like, you kind of just let your problems be your problems, but people that are going to help you grow are the people that are going to help you with your problems. Like, you guys are doing life together. Bear each other's burden, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the only way that you can really do that is like if you're spending time outside of just doing homework with them. So like go to other people's dorm rooms, invite them to things off campus, go do things with people, walk around campus with them, um, just spend like half of your day with somebody. Mm -hmm. And doing that, you'll be able to learn a lot more about each other just from spending that much more time together. And you'll be able to read each other a lot better. And like you were saying, if you're having a bad day, the other person will be able to tell and be able to help encourage you um, to help you have a better day. Another thing you can do is find people who are better at you than other th at things. Um, so for example, last year, I helped a friend write a song. And so that was a really cool experience and I really enjoyed that. Um, but when it came time to actually recording the song, so my friend had, she had written like most of the lyrics for it and I helped her write uh, the chords, progressions and melody and stuff to go along with it. And I'm okay at playing piano, I'm not mm -hmm. the best, um, but we actually found a friend who, through a friend, a friend through a friend, uh, who helped us to record it because he was part of uh, Heart Song, which is like one of the bands here mm -hmm. on Cedarville's campus. And so he was able to let us into one of the Heart Song recording studios and like record it with nice equipment. And he ended up playing the piano because he's better than me at playing piano. Um, for the actual recording and so in the moment it was kind of like sad I was like oh well I kind of wrote this whole song but I didn't get to play the piano for it yeah. so I was a little bit sad but also in the long run like the project turned out better because he was a part of it and he was the one who was recording or playing the piano for it and he did a much better job than I was doing it turned out better so like finding people who are better at things than you yeah is super useful and um, there's everyone has a major here because mm -hmm. they enjoy that thing and so if you have something, uh, another example is like for my logo, I'm not a graphic design person, yeah. but I know graphic design majors. And so I can find people who enjoy graphic design and are good at it that I can have them help me to make like a logo or something. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that goes exactly and goes hand in hand with finding people that help you grow. Because if you find people that are better at doing things than you, they can help you grow in that aspect. Because mm -hmm. like not only, I mean, can they help you, they could do it for you, but like they'll be like, hey, like this is how you do it. This is how to do it. So like I found accounting majors that are good at accounting to help me with accounting. Or even just like outside of school, like people that are better at um, like certain life events, they'll be like, hey, like here's some advice on this and that. Or like going to the gym, for example, like I have a friend who knows a lot more about the gym than I do. So like I try it and he's like, hey, like here's some advice. Mm -hmm. So it's really good to find people like that. Um, and those are definitely the people that you want to keep as friends. Yeah. Um, like you were saying, I have just even in the past week talked to two people. I have a certain situation going on in my life. And so I just wanted some advice to go along with that. Mm -hmm. And so I went to two people who had already experienced what I was experiencing and I thought did a good job doing what I was planning on doing. Um, and so I just asked them for advice, like what they thought would be the best way to go about it. And they're 
people are super willing to help you if you yeah. just ask. Um, and so, yeah, that's find people who are better at things than you and it'll be super useful. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing is people that want to be friends with you. There's lots of people who like, I feel like especially this can be done with people that you make friends with in mm-hmm. class where it's like, you're like, oh, hi, how are you doing? You see them in class and then you're like, I don't actually want to be your friend, but I say hi to you. Um, it's good to still say hi to people yeah. because it makes them feel good and it makes you feel good that you know people. But also, like, you don't have to feel like you're forced to spend time with somebody mm-hmm. if they're not wanting to spend time with you necessarily. Something that's important to realize is, like, not everyone sees friendship the same way. And so just making sure that the people that you are spending time with are people that you want to spend time with and who yeah. also want to spend time with you. Yeah. So it doesn't feel too forced. Exactly. You want to feel wanted in in that way. I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. I think another thing that goes kind of with that is um, you want to look for people that are honest. So it's really hard sometimes when you aren't very clear with like how you're feeling. So you want to be honest with yourself and you want others to be honest, specifically like when you need help. So for example, like I kind of have an example with this is like one week, I was just super stressed out. I was feeling the stress from school and it was just built on me all day. And I was just walking through and my friend was like, hey, like, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm so good right now. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm like, no, I'm fine. And then I like, I walk in my room, I shut the door. I'm like, I hope he leaves me alone. <laughs> and then he comes back in and he's like, hey, you're not doing okay. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I start like tearing up and I'm smiling. I'm like, I'm so okay. But uh, I was fine overall, I was just a little stressed. But uh, it was good to find people that one, push you to be honest, but also you need to be honest when you need help. And you want to look for friends that are honest too, because a way to deepen and grow relationships, and those are the people that like you want to be friends with, are people that are going to be honest about how they're feeling. Because if you're not honest, you're not going to be able to grow to those deeper and deeper levels. So if you're struggling at all, open up to a friend, and if that friend is like willing to be there, that's the kind of person you want to stick with. That's the kind of person you need in your life. Yeah, and also remember, don't do that to everybody. Mm. Like it's good mm-hmm. to have a few people that you can like. Yeah. reach out with your problems too but also you don't want to be the person known on campus to be like exactly yeah all he does is complain about his life exactly. so like find a few people that you're gonna like have good deep relationships mm-hmm. with bring problems to them but other people you don't have to yeah share your deepest thoughts with yeah if that makes sense yeah not everyone needs to bear your burdens just pick a couple so those are some tips to kind of like figure out who to make as your friend um and who to spend your time with. Uh, so now we'll move on to a couple tips on how to be a good friend, what yeah. you want to be, so that way other people will find you an attractive, but like not that way. Not that attractive, kind of attractive friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some, somebody who they want to spend time with and who you can help pour into. Um, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of ways on how to be a good friend, but I think one way to just be really intentional with whether you're meeting new people or just people that you already know is if you see someone alone, like, go see how they're doing. Go sit down with them. So, like, specifically at, like, a meal, if you see someone sitting down alone eating food, just go up and sit with them. For example, yesterday, two days ago, I was going to get dinner, and I was, like, late. So all my other people already ate, and so I was going to be by myself. But then I saw my friend that I had from last semester, who I haven't talked to in a while, so I got to sit down and have a meal with him, and it was just a really good, intentional time. Um, make sure you ask, you know, obviously like, hey, can I sit this? Because they might try to have a meal alone or just some peace and quiet. But it's good to just be able to go find the person that is um, kind of just out 
in a way mm-hmm. and see if they are doing okay because sometimes that's a sign that they're not doing okay. Yeah, that actually just happened to me like almost a week ago now um, where I had like 30 minutes to grab a meal before I had to be somewhere else dinner. And uh, so I was just going to like eat really quick by myself, just like mm-hmm. I didn't care. I usually eat with people, but also if I have a time crunch, I don't want to invite somebody else to yeah. like a 15-minute meal or something. Um, so I was just going to eat by myself. Um, and I was in line, and I saw a guy in uh, in front of me in line who I had met playing basketball like the mm. day before. And he was a freshman, and he seemed like a cool guy. And But he was... I noticed he sat down alone. And so I actually started to walk over to where I was planning on sitting beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm going to feel bad if I just walk away and leave this freshman sitting there. So I I turned around and I went back to him. I was like, hey, are you eating by yourself? He's like, yeah. I was Mm -hmm. like, do you care if I sit with you? He's like, sure. And so we got to have a really good conversation. He got to tell me a lot of things about his life. And that was super good. And all of that was just because I noticed he was sitting alone. And so I decided to sit with him. Yeah. Um, And so... That was super fun to do. Um, and just it makes you feel good to mm-hmm. help be like a help to other people mm-hmm. by helping them not feel alone. <clears throat> um, another thing is, this is especially with college, um, money is very tight as mm-hmm. college students. Um, and so I heard this saying once that goes, um, almost anything money can do, friends can do better. In so many ways, a friend with a boat is better than owning a boat. And so that quote doesn't necessarily apply as much to people in college so i'll explain that a little bit in a second but don't be so busy Mm -hmm. that you don't make time to hang out with people yeah um that's kind of the main point here because it's so easy to just like come to college go to your classes do your studying get a job so you can help pay for things and then get sleep and then spend zero time with any people. Mm-hmm. And that's just not a good way to live, especially in college when the whole point of coming to college, aside from like getting a degree is like networking and making friends and having people you can hang out with. And that's such a large part of your whole college experience. You don't want to just waste it by spending all of your time working to make money and like hustling or whatever, because the friends are what make college more enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very important to make sure that you are not too busy. I think something that really stuck with me is, like, there's all those people that are like, oh, I'm too busy. I don't have time for this and that. If you truly care about someone, you will make time. There mm-hmm. is possibility in your schedule. Like, yes, sometimes I get there's, like, confliction, but you can always make time for someone. So make sure that you are being intentional with your time and that you specifically are having open opportunities in your schedule, not, like, booking every single minute because I know I use Google Calendar personally, and, like, yes, I have, like, something planned every minute. But, like, plan that free time, too. Because, like, sometimes the most fun things are the spontaneous things. But Yeah. Or, who knows, you may show up on a friend's podcast. Oh. Never know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then going back to the whole owning a boat thing. This is less advice for college students and more just, like, for life after college. But, like, I know a lot of times when you're younger – even in college, you're thinking like, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to have so much money. I'm going to have a big house and a big boat, and I'm going to do all these things. But in reality, like having relationships with people is so much better. And like if you are friends with somebody who has a boat, it's so much more fun to go hang out on a boat with people than mm-hmm. to just be like, yep, I have a boat. I'm going to go hang out. 
Not that I'm looking to own a boat or anything. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The boat's not. just in the quote, but uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> why I'm using I it like that. as an example. But yeah, right. um, spending time with other people, making relationships um, f- is so much more fulfilling and worth it in the long run than owning things. So that's just a, a thing to keep in mind. Um, yeah. So the next thing is don't be afraid to make like a friend group to hang out mm-hmm. with. Yeah. I know this is something that I don't do very well where, and it's not necessarily bad, but I spend a lot of time like one-on-one with people just because I'm more of an introvert. So like groups of people is harder for me, at least to facilitate. I have a lot of fun when, when other people facilitate it, but <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I'm like, oh, meal. Okay. Who's, who's the one person I'm going to go get a meal with? Yeah. Um, but yeah, making a friend group and doing fun things with them is super fun to do. Like that one time we went to the park that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, exactly. That was just a random spontaneous. We were just like, hey, are you bored? Yeah, I'm bored. Okay, cool. We'll go hang out at a park. Let's go. And so that was a lot of fun. I think something uh, important about that is like as you're, I don't know, getting into a friend group, just not to become too like emotionally attached to each person. I know that's definitely a huge lesson. Again, I learned between first and second semester. I had a friend group, but I was like, I was really close to one person. And, like, I wanted to be their friend and just do everything with them. But, obviously, they wanted to spend time with other people, too. So, like, don't get too emotionally attached because sometimes relationships happen. And that person finds another person that they want to spend more time with. Not that they want to purposely ignore you, but, obviously, like, they're trying to cultivate a relationship there. Mm -hmm. So, you got to not get too emotionally attached in that. And the biggest thing is, like, you have to understand that relationships most likely will happen eventually. Right. Not in every friend group but they will happen. It goes really hand-in-hand with how to be a good friend because, one, if you're in the position of you don't have the relationship and your friend is getting the relationship, mm-hmm. understand that they need to spend like one-on-one time with that because they're trying to cultivate a relationship with someone that they could be with for the rest of their lives. Right. So don't be like, too, like, hey, never, ever talk to that person. I want you to spend all your time with me. No, let them do it. Uh, but also at the same time, if they are a good friend, so if you are in the position of having that relationship, know that your friends still matter. Like, if right. you're in a relationship, you don't want to just, like, ditch your friends and only hang out with your significant other. You want to still be able to spend time with them and your friends. So make sure that you make time for them and make sure that you make time for everyone. Uh, it's not going to be perfect. No one's perfect. But if you really care about someone, like I said earlier, you will make time for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that sort of is something that burned me like uh second semester last year i made we're there was a friend group and it was uh boys and girls and that was like halfway through first mm-hmm. semester and we spent a lot of time together we like got meals together almost daily um yeah we just spent so much time together but then once uh, a couple of the people in that group started to date the whole friend group kind of fell apart mm-hmm. just because they ended up spending so much time with their significant other and that's not bad necessarily, but I just like wasn't mentally prepared for that because I was like, all my friends are, are gone. They're spending yeah. time with other people. And so it's just something you have to be ready uh, for when, because it's going to happen yeah. if you're in a friend group with Makes Company. When you're spending so much time with people like that in a group, you're going to, those relationships are going to happen. So just make sure that you're mentally prepared for that on the receiving end. But yeah. also, if you're the one in the relationship, don't spend all your time, but mm-hmm. also make time for yeah. both sides. So. Yeah. I think something very special is like in our friend group right now, there's a dating couple. And 
uh, they're really awesome in the way that they both communicated. They're like, hey, like if there's ever a time where you feel like like this is too much, just communicate with us and we will make it work. So that's definitely mentally prepare, but also if you are that one in the relationship, um, be willing to communicate with your friends and be willing to be like, hey, like communicate with me, open communication. That's really how you be a really good friend. So something to note and something that happened to me is friend groups change uh, between every semester. No way. And I know it's crazy, right? So that's definitely not something that I actually like really understood coming into college. I was like, they change every school year for sure. But like between semesters, it's only winter break. Like what's really going to split us up? Right. No. Like it's insane. My friend group first semester was completely different than my friend group second semester. That's not the case for everyone. Uh, I had a more extreme case, I guess, not really, but uh, it, it changed completely. So the people that I was hanging out with, it just didn't work out. Uh, and over winter break, that was kind of the realization there. So when I came back first semester, I was like, oh, hey, so, okay, I won't be spending time with you anymore. So I was like, okay, let me find other new people. And it gave me the opportunity to find new people and people that genuinely cared about me and poured into me more. So it's definitely something to be mentally ready for, that friend groups will change. Not necessarily that you're going to lose friends, but maybe the friend group will get bigger or it'll split off into two separate groups. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's super easy to think like, oh, well, we're so close. Like nothing will ever happen to us. Mm -hmm. But like in a group of people, some, something's probably going to happen. And so just being mentally prepared. And that's why it's super important to build those deep relationships with individual people because – while the group of friends is great, in a few years, once everyone's graduated, the chances of you guys all hanging out together again yeah. is very low. Yeah. But the chances of you keeping up with a few of those super deep, good relationships that you have with people is going to be so much higher if yeah. you spend the time to make those deep relationships. Yeah. And I think something there is, even though they do change, you definitely want to learn like what you can from those people. So that little quote that's like, don't be sad because it's over. Be happy because it happened. Uh, I, I feel like we could actually pull some, like, wisdom from that. So, like, for example, like, my friend group from first semester, like, we're not uh, close anymore. However, I don't want to, like, look back on those memories and be like, oh, there's those people I'm not friends with anymore. I want to look back and be like, man, look at all those fun times I had, the fun lessons mm -hmm. I learned from them. But now I'm in a new chapter. I'm in a new season. So you definitely don't want to, like, just dismiss the old friend group. You still right. want to, like, find how you grew through that and be grateful for it. Yeah, there's definitely ways that God works in, like, every relationship that happens. There's something you can learn from every relationship. And so that's something that you definitely need to keep in mind. Um, and also, so also, uh, be the friend who, like, reaches out. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of times, especially first semester when I didn't know that many people, where it would come up to meal time. Meal times are, like, weird for me. I feel like I always have to be eating with somebody because it just feels so much better for <laughs> me agree. than eating alone. Um, and so like, it's almost a stressful time if you don't have like somebody like uh -huh. ready to eat with. Um, and so be the person who's like, hey, do you want to grab lunch tomorrow? Or do you want to grab dinner like right now? Um, be that person who just texts people to ask them to a meal. Mm -hmm. Because you can either feel bad because nobody else invited you to a meal. Yeah. But also think there's so many other people on campus who have not been invited to a meal and who are thinking like, oh, I'm going to be eating alone again mm -hmm. today. But you can be the person who like brightens their day and is like, oh, they really cared about me. Um, and so like do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then also in the meal, like don't just do it and be like, okay, cool. Well, I'm eating with you. And then like 
don't talk at all. Like, yeah. actually talk to each other and, like, listen. Because it's super nice to uh, have somebody who's willing to listen to what you're going through. Um, especially if there's somebody who didn't already have, like, meal plans or whatever. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You want to take that opportunity to listen. Like, truly listen. There was a class I took. It was called Intro to Conflict Management. Yeah. And it was super cool because they taught us um, active listening skills. So something that I really learned from that was to listen to people and not to hear people. There's a huge difference yeah. in that. When you're hearing something, the words are going in your ears and they just go right out. You're just hearing the words they're saying. You're not listening. When you're actively listening, you're like reflecting what they're saying. So when they say something, you're like, oh, so you mean this. And you're truly understanding and trying to show that you care about that. So when you do have that opportunity you really want to be a good friend in the way that you are truly listening because when someone comes to you they're like hey like I have this and this issue you don't mm -hmm. want to be like oh I'm listening well yeah, yeah I hear you in the moment there's a solution and then like two Currently weeks later texting on your phone yeah. yeah literally two weeks later they're like hey do you remember this issue you're like uh, uh yeah that issue no if you listen and genuinely listen it'll help you be able to understand them more and you can deepen and grow your relationship so reflect what they say um, constantly, not constantly, but ask for clarification when you yeah. don't understand things. Don't just be like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, be like, no, what do you mean by that? Get a deeper understanding and truly listen to what they have to say. Yeah. When they're like finished with a thought, you can summarize what they're, what they just said. Mm -hmm. And that's a super good way to one, put it in your mind because you also said it back, um, out loud. So that helps you to remember it, but also think of different questions like mm. why, Yeah. like asking why someone's like, oh, I'm really struggling with this. You can, well, don't just say why. Yeah. But, but like, think yeah. of a question that you can ask them in response that will be able to make them uh, give you more information about it. Um, so that way you can understand the situation better. Yeah. Like you were saying. Yeah. Um, and that's super nice because it makes them feel like you were listening better, which you kind of have to be if you're mm -hmm. going to be asking the question. But you aren't just idly yeah. sitting there staring yeah. at them, and then they're done talking. You're like, okay. Yeah. Cool. It's good to interact with that and ask questions. I think something that I definitely learned that helps with listening, and especially like if it's an issue and they're looking for a solution, is one. Sometimes it's really important to ask, like, hey, are you looking for a solution or are you just trying to, like, are you just ranting? Like, do you just want someone to hear you? And right. then if they are looking for it, ask them how you can help them. Because sometimes they know how they want to be helped and they just won't communicate that. So I like, ask them, like, hey, how can I help you? What do you want me to do? How can I help you in this uh, Asking questions for clarification, getting better understanding, that really will help you be able to be a better friend to others. Yeah, that's something I actually haven't thought about until just this moment. So that's a good, <laughs> a good idea to keep in my head. How, how can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> so that is pretty much all of our, our tips that we have mm. for uh, making friends. Yeah. Um, so just kind of recapping, um, when you get to college, just introduce yourself to as many different people as possible, as fast as possible. Just start to grow your network and... Um, be willing to have people introduce you to people and that'll be just be a super good way to help you get connected early and to feel like you belong um, on campus because it's kind of like the first time that you're ever living away from home yeah. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so it's super good to be able to get people connected to you as fast as possible. Um, and then once you do that, just remember to cultivate who those friends are going to be. Mm -hmm. Figure out who you're going to spend your time with um, just by surrounding yourself with people who are willing to pour into you and who you can pour your, yourself into mm -hmm. um, just to make good relationships and focus on those people 
and spend the most time with those people. Yeah. Um, and then also in that, just don't forget to be a good friend yourself. Like it's, it can be easy to just be like, yeah, I have so many friends, but like spend zero time with any people mm-hmm. or like never remember anything of any of your conversations, but like be a good friend, uh, reach out to other people and listen to them when you are talking with them. So, yeah. Yeah. Overall, be a good friend, not a bad one. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the episode today with me, Seth. Of course. Super fun to talk about. Um, we both have had some good experiences with friends and some yeah. not as good ones. So mm. good yep. to go over those, learn some lessons, and glad we can uh, pass those on to you guys, the listeners. So that's been all for this episode of Monday's Musings. I'm the host, Isaac D2, and this has been fun. So it's been a lot of fun. See you guys next time. Bye.